Drinking night. With a movie problem. I'm Matt. I'm Laura. And today we watched Past Dives. Yeah, yeah. This has been on my to-do list for a couple months now. Yeah, so what did you think? I, you know, I've, I wonder, I found it a little underwhelming, but it's also mm. just such a quiet and poignant film. It is very quiet. It's a movie where I think I've been looking forward to watching it for about eight or nine months at this point. And so it like it couldn't quite hit mm. that level of like this movie's amazing. Citizen Kane effect. But it's definitely like big best picture effect for me where it's like I've just been meaning to watch this for so long. Yeah. And I'm super glad we took the opportunity to. First movie night in like three months now. Yeah, wedding. Whoa. Drinking night with a wedding problem. Yeah, that got busy. <laughs> that got busy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, it's this very kind of quiet, contemplative, what might have been thing, like, you know. You know, both, yeah, keep going. Oh, I was just, yeah. Both the, what the, kind of, what could have been, but also kind of exploring that thematically. Like, it wasn't subtle about its theme. No, no, everybody spends a lot of time kind of thinking about what could have been and mm -hmm. thinking very deeply about it and quietly in this kind of still waters run deep way. There's like the... One of the things I loved was the the shot of the when when Hey Song and Nora get on their go on the boat to go to um, the uh, Statue of Liberty. There's this shot of the water behind the boat where that's being churned up mm. by the propeller, and there's mm -hmm. both this sense of movement and like the the uh the way in which their which reflects the way in which their lives have moved in opposite directions that things are moving things are changing but also kind of like the water's all murky and there's like a murky ambiguity yeah. to it. i don't know it, it it felt like the kind of movie where that was intentional you yeah know? where it's interesting in that like you're looking at such a lovely indie movie where mm -hmm. you wonder how much of the bureau was something that was serendipitous and how much of it was deliberate and you, yeah. it, it's in such a nice place there where it's not like animation where all the b-roll is very deliberate yeah. it's very indie in terms of like you know like picking out what works compositionally thematically emotionally what mm -hmm. stitches together really well it's a very new york movie and it had a lot of fun exploring new york did it? I mean, I, I, didn't, it feel, did. I didn't feel like it explored. Of, uh, like, you know, like the city skylines. And I guess you were kind of balanced, like stepping between New York and Korea, New York and Korea, where you're, the movie is both exploring the past lives that we have with individuals as well as the past lives that we would have in in different places, different places, like a Korean American identity. And kind of straddling that. Yeah. So so what would your two-sentence synopsis of this be? Because I feel like this this movie is one that you really summer like there's not even really that much plot. No, it's not. It's a very emotional it, it meanders. It meanders. It's the story of a it's three moments in the lives of a man and a woman who never Got, spoiler never got together mm -hmm. first when they were 12 then she immigrates to new york and then they're 20 and have hilariously bad and awkward being 20 dialogue which is well written yeah and then again in their 30s where they are pretty secure in who they are and what they're doing and once again their paths cross yeah i mean 
Well, deliberately. He yeah. wanted to go see yeah. yeah, I don't know if I would say they're pretty secure in who they are. Like, I don't think he, like, he comes across as very insecure and, like, grasping for this past. That, mm-hmm. that could, grasping for the what, what could have been. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's like, of the three main characters in the film, you have... Hey Song, who's the the twelve year old, then twenty year old, then thirty year old Korean man who's just gotten out of a relation. By the time he's thirty now, he's just gotten out of a relationship, and he's flying all the way to New York to meet this long lost childhood, childhood crush. Uh-huh. Um, and then you know, there's uh, Nora, who is said childhood crush, who again is is twelve and then twenty and then thirty in this film. And then there's you know her husband Arthur. Um, and of all three of those characters, it's like only Nora really comes across as confident in kind of where she is and that mm. she wants to be where she is. Because Hey Song is just looking back at this like, you know, 12 year old crush that he's never been able to let go of and is seems deeply insecure. Like he's like, you know, he has all these issues around him not having been good enough weirdly like he wasn't good enough to keep her like new york is the only place that's big enough for her ambitions but like she was 12 she didn't get a choice in whether she left her or not that's not the way it worked that were that was her parents yeah yeah and and then you have arthur who's trying his best but also very threatened by hey song's arrival in new york and he's having the same kind of thing with nora of like do you ever think about what your life would have been if you hadn't come back from to korea you know i really like how he was processing that insecurity though like this is such a good story and and in this story i'm just like the jerk white guy that's just here to ruin the perfect romance it was like it was such a like charming way of like digging into that insecurity yeah but like everybody's obsessed with what might have been, and I guess Nora is as well. But it's like a still water, like she, like know, the, the, the the her breaking down at the end and crying is the is the only sign that you get that she's really thinking through all this stuff. And yeah, on the same level as everyone else. And frankly, that was a decision I didn't care for. Really, no. I thought that was really really lovely. I mean, because I think up until that moment. It was so deeply auto. It felt very autobiographical mm-hmm. because this is written and directed by Celine Song, and so you really do wonder how much of this is something that she's kind of explored in herself yeah. in her screenwriting. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. it's a moment I think of vulnerability as the creator of this story of acknowledging how challenging this was for her because you know up until that moment it, she really was very very secure because whenever she's writing this screenplay of course she has to feel that confidence and so mm-hmm. it was just i i actually really like that decision yeah it didn't hit for me i felt like it, it would have ended better i felt like the, the point of this film was the, the the way in which their lives have moved in these different directions and you know for a movie that was so quiet and contemplative and a movie that was so uh, one where life does and has does go on and has gone on um yeah. like the, the, it's interesting in that never really explored what and where life went it never really explored his engineering it never really explored his her career his, her career or, yeah. it was just so completely interpersonal and emotional mm-hmm. and it's interesting in that there wasn't actually i feel like there wasn't a lot of subtext to it like yeah. everyone was consistently exploring 
the theme of the movie, the idea driving this movie. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a lot of... It's interesting in that you ended up with a lot of subtlety in the acting, but although the writing, I would say, was quite exceptional, there was not a lot of subtext in the writing outside of, like, don't you wish these two would get together in keys? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know that I do. I don't know that the movie makes you wish the two of them would get together. No. Like, it yeah. doesn't really present that way. Like, it definitely presents as, like, that life takes these turns and these roads are not walked. But it's not presented or it doesn't feel tragic to me. Hmm. Like, it's it's not, it's, you know, both... Hey Song and Nora have ended up in different places and those places mean that they're not together, mm -hmm. but it isn't presented as like this deep tragedy. It's not like, it's, it's not like, oh man, aren't we sad that Nora went to New York? Mm -hmm. Look at how not great her life is and how much better it would have been in Korea. Nor is it like, boy, aren't we glad that Nora went to Korea? New York is amazing. And like, there's nothing but, you know, sadness for her back there it's just presented as like these paths that that diverged or mm -hmm. and and it and there's there's not really a sense of tragedy in that it's just kind of the human condition that we can't be everything everywhere all at once mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like this movie was very much it's interesting in that i would i would essentially say this movie is Weirdly, everything, everywhere, all at once meets the Linklater Sunrise trilogy. Mm, I could see that because it is it does have uh, everything, everywhere is like, you know, obsession with what might have been. But in that kind of more quiet, more contemplative kind of way, not in like that bombastic kung fu space time travel way. Yes, 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 yes. And with the Linklater trilogy, you just have these like what could have been with this relationship, mm -hmm. but updated. Uh, well, it's interesting in that I don't know necessarily I wouldn't necessarily say it was updated. It's it's got a little bit more of the Korean identity, Korean American identity crisis there than the Sunrise Trilogy did. So you get a little bit yeah. more, but it didn't really explore, it didn't explore that. Because, that. It, because you never get these moments from her where she's like, man, I I really wish I was like living a quiet if, life in the Korean countryside. Yeah, if there had been something where like she couldn't, was having trouble communicating with him. Yeah. That, that would have, like, that would have more... Where she was having trouble communicating with the Korean guy. Yeah, yeah, like the, the, if the, so that you have these moments with Arthur and and Hey Song where mm -hmm. where the, where the two of them struggle with communication. Yeah, and and, yeah. and and but she never he never the Nora and Hey Song never never struggle with communication, and I feel like if you, that would have been you know there could have been a symbolic moment there if you were trying to explore this. Like I would have been happier in Korea if it did like. I think that's part of why the the crying at the end bothers me because it puts a tragic coda on something that throughout the the story itself is not signaled to me as being tragic. Hmm. I think what I like about it is that you don't know what she's crying about because she doesn't know what, what she's, she's crying, crying about because there's an infinity, there's an infinite number of alternative mm -hmm. lives and alternative ways mm -hmm. in which 
her life could have played out. And it's not that she's crying for him. She's crying for all of the lives that she is not living. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I read it. Yeah. And yeah. I just thought that had a nice, that was poignant for me. Fair. That's fair. But you were entirely in, entitled to your. Opinion. Very wrong. My, my very wrong opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really well crafted. It's yeah. It's all in all, it's a great movie. Beautiful soundtrack. Very unintrusive soundtrack. There's nothing that really stuck out. Yeah. Um. Really nice, lovely indie lighting. Great the, compositions. Like there's, they played a lot with silhouettes. That was really I love cool. The, I love the. Are they tracking shots? Like when the mm. two of them are in line for the for the ferry. For the ferry as well. Or as when they're walking. Walk into the Uber. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought those were really well done. Yeah. Those are remarkably well done. I mm-hmm. love the the moment where she meets Arthur in the art escape, the retreat, um, the residency, mm-hmm. and you have the sun set mm-hmm. against the silhouette. Yeah, and that's really that was really well done. Yeah, yeah, really good. Well written, solidly shot. Super glad we watched it. I. Don't think it's going to win Best Picture, but, you know, yeah. I couldn't actually tell you who is going to win. Until yeah. I hit the rest of them before, you know, we got 10 days, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Do it. 